welcoming sports commentator Dana Johansson, who is Stuff's national correspondent specialising in sports. Kia ora, Dana. Kia ora, Catherine. Right, what are the big things to be thinking about ahead of this Rugby World Cup final? The fact the All Blacks are there and they're there on a really strong semi-final performance is a good place to start. What else is on your mind? Yeah, um, quite a number of storylines really heading into this weekend. Um, I mean, who thought they would be here for a start when you kind of consider going back, you know, a couple of months ago, just thinking, um, as they came into this tournament, what was really striking for me was the complete absence of expectation from the public on, on how the All Blacks would go in this tournament. And that was probably recognising the fact also that whichever way things sort of shook down, they would have a very tough quarterfinal. Um, so once they kind of cleared that hurdle, it's like, oh, this might actually happen. And, um, yeah, so, so to see us here is, is really, really exciting um, and quite unexpected. Um, some, you know, huge storylines to watch this weekend, obviously. Um, it'll be the last hurrah for a number of... Um, all Black greats. Um, one of those, in fact, Dane Coles has played his last game for the All Blacks. He's been left out of the side to take on South Africa in the final. Um, and the other big storyline is, is just this kind of um, redemption story for for Ian Foster. He's suddenly been talked up um, as, you know, potentially getting a knighthood if, if the All Blacks can pull it off this weekend, which is quite extraordinary when you consider the, the kind of discourse around him only a year ago. Well, look, that, that comeback uh, is a credit to him but I think also a credit to perhaps the changes that were made and the other coaches that were brought in and sometimes you know being a head coach is a little bit like being a chief executive the most important job is to get the right people around you right um, I don't think you can overlook the impact of Joe Schmidt one of the best coaches in the world um, Jason Ryan who's been with a you know a, a, a multi-championship winning side um, out of Canterbury, the Crusaders and uh, Scott McLeod I remember him as a player I, mm-hmm. I, I've less knowledge of him as a coach but what you've seen is a team that's finally got game plans, um, you know, has, it, it's got its moves worked out. Uh, there, there seems to be a sense of knowing what the plan is, where, where the ball's going and, and having alternatives plans. I think the fear this weekend, having been through what we have the last two years, is are we going to see that best version of this All Black side yep. or are we going to see some of the stuff that's just had our heads in our hands? They've built up, they peak at the right time. I don't actually ultimately care who wins or loses. I just want a best performance out of them in a great game. Yeah, absolutely. And and that really goes to show... an example of New Zealand's maturity as a nation that, you know, it, the result actually doesn't matter so much. It's, it's that you want to, one, that they're here, and two, that you want to see them put out their best on, the, their f- best. on, uh, the, on uh, the field. The other matter, I, I think what I'd love to not see is a red card again, uh, because they might have limped through with, um, you know, um, with, with 14 players for a time on some yellow cards, but you will not want to be one down, and certainly not one down for any length of time against South Africa. So that's that old discipline situation in, in play again um, although there seems to have been I noticed them tackling lower, I was just talking about this for, among colleagues, they seem to be tackling more around the waist because when you get those full frontal tackles that's where there's the risk of the accidental high tackle and then you're off right um, Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of work has really been done around that tackling technique to ensure that they minimise the risk Yeah because you know it only takes it doesn't matter the intent anymore if, uh-huh. it's, if 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 you do happen to make contact with with the head, um, even even the chin and jaw, then then that's an automatic card. Um, so yeah, you don't want to see see either team get into trouble in, in that sense with with the um, 
with, with cards. Uh, looking at the selections, Brady Metallics in, I think, uh, is a mm. change from the semi final. Sam Whitelock on the bench. Um, and it, it's interesting, it's uh, Whitelock's third final, I think, out of, out of five finals that the All Blacks have played. So that's quite a history for that player. Yeah, um, yeah. The bench is an interesting one. The timing of um, bringing on those fresh legs, um, increasingly so important in, in the sport these days, right? Yeah, well, well, South Africa, um, they've sort of done a lot of work around their strategy with, with the bench and they've called it their their bomb squad that is, is deployed sort of at certain points in the game to try and, and get an edge over their rivals and it certainly worked in that semi-final against England. Um, so New Zealand's bench strategy seems to sort of be... Um, in some part of a response to that, they've, they've brought on their power scrummages. So Nepo Lolala and Samasoni to, Tokiaho has, all, has also been brought in. That's why Dane Coles was exclu- excluded. Because um, I guess that they're really expecting, you know, some some power scrummaging from South Africa late in the game. And if you recall, it was really that last minute scrum penalty that that saw South Africa triumph at the weekend. So that style of play is going to be another issue. It's, you couldn't have had two less comparable semi-finals mm. uh, than than the All Blacks in Ireland and South Africa and England. And again, it's it's that ability to yes play your game, but need to adapt sometimes when an opponent's very different style of game is uh, is nullifying that. Uh, so that'll be another one to look for. As we said, it's not strategy singular, um, it's strategy plural. Um, and just not wanting a last minute penalty as we said or <laughs> any of that stuff. You just don't want it to be that close, do you? In those, in those dying seconds, I mean that, that quarter final against Ireland, that was pretty heart stopping so I'm not sure if we could cope with another one like that. <laughs> oh yes we could. I think the bench <laughs> thing also, the, 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 the thing of Ireland and that extraordinary last um, uh, desperate endeavour to score against the All Blacks in that semi. You were waiting for one player with the legs to spot a gap and carve through it, and mm. it just wasn't there. They looked so tired. <laughs> they weren't giving up, but they just looked so tired. So it's a complex old game these days, and uh, let's just hope it's a, it's a great game, as we said. Okay, what else is happening? There's some interesting stuff uh, happening at the Cricket World Cup, by the way, happening at the same time. Um, and where are the Black Caps and their endeavours? I've got a biggie coming up against the old rivals. Yeah, the Black Caps have had um, a pretty impressive start, really. They they um, sort of won four on the trot and then just came unstuck uh, on Monday against India, which um, was always been going to be a tough matchup against the hosts. So, um, yeah, they had quite a frantic schedule to start, and now they've, they've kind of only got one game this week, which is which um, yeah gives them a bit of time to rest up ahead of Australia, and sort of that's that's going to be played tomorrow night. So before they head into that game. They'll have a better understanding of where they sit in the piece. Um, they they be, they've been overtaken by South Africa in the standings on on run rate alone, and then they're kind of being chased by this group um, that include Australia, Pakistan, and Sri Lanka. Um, so there's an interesting game tonight between Pakistan and South Africa, which should give New Zealand um, a, a pretty good understanding of where what they need to do, kind of over this last run of games to ensure that they they maintain that place in the top four. Um, yeah, obviously getting the job done against Australia would help, but I think kind of what's promising about the Black Caps so far is that you've seen some of these other um, big, bigger name sides slip up against some minnows, um, I think. Was it Afghanistan uh, and Afghanistan England? Afghanistan yeah. played the spoiler, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, against um, England and Pakistan, actually. And, and Netherlands had a big win over <laughs> South... Well, not a big win, but they managed to get past South Africa, so... They're a um, solid cricketing nation, the Netherlands. They've, they've been yeah. hugging away at it for decades. It was a place uh, some 
uh, New Zealand cricketers would go in the Northern Hemisphere season uh, as an alternative to England. So they've always kind of been there or thereabouts. But great to, to that's the that's what you want to happen at a World Cup. Oh, absolutely. You, know, you, you, yeah. you want to get away from the predictable kind of you know annual. Um, competition fest and the same sides and the same style, whether it's rugby or cricket. And and that's one of the joys of them is when these upsets happen. See new players, learn new names. And I quite enjoy the format of the Cricket World Cup in that it's not divided into pools, everyone plays everyone. Mm. Um, So you get a a really, there's no accusations like we've seen in the Rugby World Cup of people having an easy pool and being able to sort of cruise through the semi-finals. You've got to get the job done in pool play. It's always a chance for a team to step up because like every other sport, everything is analysed to the nth degree these days. Like literally every element of a a team's performance or a batsman's um, technique or a bowler's bag of tricks and when you come up against sides that are that, that are, you're exposed to less all of a sudden there's a surprise or two that can just test your well-worn technique mm-hmm. uh, it's great fun what's happening with the black ferns they're up against uh, Wales this is in the new uh, WX what's it how do we say <laughs> W151 is it WXV1 WXV1 <laughs> I wasn't sure whether the XV was a 15 yeah, or not yeah. it was a bit disappointing Dana we had the head of um, women's rugby at World Rugby on Literally the day, you know, this mm. tournament was launching and you've got these sides who were such superstars of the of the rugby season last year up against each other and you know, I just I, I know there's a reason why there's a clash with the with the men's rugby world cup. You could have done a bit more, I thought, to get the word out ahead of this. But anyway, uh, what are their prospects against Wales? There was a tight loss to the uh, uh, French uh, in an earlier match. Yeah, yeah, they they opened the competition with an 18-17 loss to France, which of course reversed that result right down to the scoreline um, of the World Cup semi-final last year. So, I think we um, take last year's one, won't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so that really puts the Black Ferns um, behind the eight ball in this series. So um, they're really relying on both France and England to slip up from here. Um, so it's a bit of a strange format. So you might recall there was the Pacific Four series earlier in the year, which featured... Um, Australia, Canada, US and New Zealand and so the top three from that competition essentially play the top three from the Six Nations competition so that's why we're only facing those European teams Mm. Um, and that really means um, it's not looking great for the Black Ferns and being able to win that inaugural title Um, I mean Wales they came off a heavy heavy loss last weekend so we'll be looking to to bounce back but um, really all eyes are on the um, final matchup against England a World Cup final replay that's at Mount Smart Stadium next week but I think probably going into that match because there is no final as such that um, it's it's looking like England have got one hand on the trophy at this Look this this is the start of a tournament and it's a three tier tournament as well Mm, and mm. what it will do over time is stop this Roller coaster of you know two years ago you, your team's losing to everybody and is dispirited and is not fit frankly and then a year later you turn on a performance like last year and then this year you're back it'll stop that roller coaster it will professionalise the way these players are able to prepare so it will hopefully just continue to raise the standard of the game uh, Silver Ferns uh, coming close to the end of this season. Yeah, they they all, all done actually, all wrapped up. They played um, Australia. They had the last. Const- 
Consolation Cup test on Monday and they had a really good win. So that was their last two games they managed to defeat Australia. Um, of course, Australia retained the trophy because um, they had such a massive advantage in terms of goal differential. So it was a drawn series um, and it's the second year in a row we've, we've had a tool-all series but Australia have managed to walk away with the silverware um, by virtue of, of better goal differential and I just wonder whether it's time to change up that format to ensure you know, a decisive result. How hard is it to throw another test in there. Yeah, well sometimes quite hard as we've seen. <laughs> as we've seen. Just finally we can't omit the rugby league. Gosh, it's been a, a, an embarrassment of riches as an old colleague used to say <laughs> uh, for sport this, this winter and a, a cracker coming up also with the Kiwis and Kangaroos. Oh yeah, it's so stressful. There's so much on this weekend. You're going to have to be quite strategic about where you put your and maps the and the Taylor Swift film. <laughs> yeah. Give that one a miss, will you? <laughs> um, so yeah, Kiwis Kangaroos in the um, Pacific Championships. The Kiwis had a huge win over Samoa at the weekend, 50-0. Um, so essentially this game this weekend against the Kangaroos is is a dead rubber. Um, and they'll meet again in the final in Hamilton next week, actually. But um, it'll be good to see the Kiwis get one over the Kangaroos. They're always such classic matches. So um, yeah. I, love I can it. remember one of the greats. When was it? It was that 1989 test, I think. I, and I'm not a big league watcher, but that was an absolutely brilliant game. And I've interviewed one of the superstars um, who scored the tries, and it's not coming to me. <laughs> I'll um, I'll try to find a way to tune in this weekend as well. Um, it's a bit windy down here at the moment, Dana. So, yeah, yeah. So perfect opportunity. I don't to need to be couch. out swimming. I might just sit inside and couch potato it. Thank Great. you so much, Dana Johansson. Dana is. Uh, Stuff's national correspondent specialising in sports.